on this episode of the AIE podcast. Get out with Outer Worlds. There may be some Blizzard news. Just a little. Get ready to raid for the craft fair. Onslaught is amazing. And we have Kenny and Sparrow here to talk to us about ESO, probably some falling out of things, and fishing. Always fishing when Sparrow's around. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 322 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa-esque gaming community. The die has been podcast. I am Makala. To my left and downstairs is Tetsemi. Many new spreadsheets. Many, many new spreadsheets. You kind of need spreadsheets to finish, figure out what you're going to play next. And to our right, and a few states over, is MewCow. Greetings, skildies. MewCow's voice is brought to you by Allergies. Indeed. This week, we're joined by special guests, Dan Kenia and Sparrow, who are talk- here to talk to us about e- AIE and ESO. And if I know these guys, there's going to be some Fallout chat, too. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're going to go ahead and dig into um, ESO in a little while, but let's go and find out what we've been doing in and out of game. Let's go ahead and go alphabetically because that's who I am. Dan Kenya, what have you been up to? Um, well, Monday nights, I still play in a D&D with some awesome people, and we're doing really well with that. Um, killed a big bad thing and... Made it back to town, and it's pretty good. Also been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls, of course, and Fallout 76, because the event is ongoing right now where you get to run around and blow things up. And it's and I hear clicking right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I but might be n- shooting right, a few bulls. By right now, do you mean actually literally right now at the start of the hour? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you get back to that. Get to that. It's already for you, my dear. Um, you. What have you been doing in and out of game? Oh, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, so uh, we had, of course, Halloween, as everyone's well aware. Um, and that was the first Halloween in the house, and us not being at BlizzCon. Um, so we, sad, yes, but we actually got to celebrate Halloween at home, which was weird. Um, so we decorated the house all nice and cool. Um, we have some pictures somewhere. Um, and, uh, and of course a, a, a little boy, um, and kept insisting, we need more decorations. We need more decorations. <laughs> we need more decorations. I know your wife. She doesn't actually need him to press her along to do that. No. Well, yeah. actually he was feeding me. Oh goodness. Be- yeah. So, and, and it actually was kind of cool. We actually ended up having sort of a spider theme. We didn't. Ooh. Yeah, at first it didn't seem like it, but then I was like, "Oh yeah, this looks cool. Oh, and this looks cool." And they just we looked and said, "Oh yeah, this is all spider stuff." So, Great. so yeah, it was neat, and we had purple and orange, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was his first like real true trick or treating door to door Halloween too. Um, mm-hmm. Mrs. Mew took him all around. That was pretty cool. Neat. And then today we went to the Celtic Festival in Austin. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, Can I pause you for a second? Mm-hmm. I was waiting Fun for that. Fun fact! Celtic <laughs> is a triggering word for me, so can we say Celtic, please, before you hurt my brain? We can say Celtic, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank they were, you. They were saying it both ways at the festival. It was very confusing. Anyways, sorry. What was sorry. not what was not confusing was all the uh, the neat wolfhounds, which is the main reason we went. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mrs. really, really wants a wolfhound, as those that know her well well know. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I was hoping they were going to have there. It was it was uh, Celtic animals, uh-huh. but they only had dogs. Oh, bummer! Yeah, I was hoping they'd had some of the cats too, but no uh, cats. See, no, no. So they. Yep. Yeah, they said that maybe next year the the rescue might look into getting some some of the cats out there, um, but lots of different dogs of so all all kinds of uh, Celtic breeds. Of course, the wolfhounds were the most obvious because they're huge. They're 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 like people walking around almost um, in size, and then in some of the smaller terriers and whatnot out there. Um, and the in game, um, 
uh, I don't know if we'll end up talking about it, perhaps, since we did talk about it at the top, um, playing a lot of Outer Worlds, which is, I know they say, don't say it, but it is Fallout in space. It, it really right. is. Um, and I've re- been really enjoying that. Um, and uh, other than that, just various events in, in games, like uh, the Final Fantasy stuff, they had their usual uh, Halloween events, uh, gave out a, a neat-looking um, airy man or, or weird little, little giant eyeball flying dude um, with, mm-hmm. a, with a little witch's hat. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've, I've been all over the place as usual, but um, that's the long and short of it. All right, Sparrow, what have you been doing in and out of game? I've been discovering that you can do fishing in games that don't have fishing. Really? <laughs> big... Yeah, uh, Fallout's got waterborne creatures, so I just go hunt them and call it fishing. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's pretty much the most barrel thing ever. Outside of game, it was my last year to take a kid trick or treating. 14 oh. years straight, this was the last one. Oh. I don't know if I'm sad or excited yet. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and chat, what about you? I mean, besides all the games. Uh, yeah, so I actually have been spending a little bit more time in SOTOR than WoW, mainly because of the 6.0 release. Um, SEMA, I'm not sure how, but somehow I have 475s already, and I'm working on my... 75 because it just seems to go really really fast to level everything up um which is nice so apparently i'm gonna get the eight base classes to 75 and then start working on the uh armor grind if if it still catches my attention but i'm having fun leveling in there um Watched a lot of the BlizzCon stuff while I was doing the SOTOR stuff. So, you know, a little multitasking there. Um, and I've been working on getting my neck to 70 in WoW. I have, I think, 4% left to go. So we're going to do some islands tonight for raid Um so if anyone you know wants to hop on and do islands, feel free. Um, that should tick me over and get that to 70, and then I can quit doing that grind until 8.3 releases. Um, and the rest of my two, my characters are just going to sit there until 9.0 releases because with the level squish that's coming that we'll talk about, uh, it's going to make Mew and I, uh, our alt Ida, so much better. Awesome. So... Yeah, it's it, up until they finally started talking about that. It's just the, the desire to alt just felt too daunting. Yeah, but but now with the changes that we'll talk about, uh, it it looks really fun. So that's what I have been up to. Um, what have you been up to, McCullough? I'm trying to roll dice as much as I can, of course. Um, so we did. We had a Monday game this week. We unfortunately did not. And up, um, I did not play Thursday because it was Halloween, though I probably should have because literally not, we didn't do anything for Halloween. Um, because ours is too old to go trick-or-treating. She out, went, went out with her friends. And game got canceled for today just because we had, you know, two people with stuff going on. Um, see, I had some fun ghost adventures last week. Um Vikella and I went to Bisbee, which is a ghost town up here, um, and stayed at a haunted hotel, did the ghost tour, um, did have a few incidents, and then went over to Tombstone for the afternoon. So that was a good time. We have been dealing with a kitten who got fixed on Tuesday, and she thinks everything is awful. So that has taken a lot of energy. Uh, but the big thing that happened is Lars was in town this week. Um, we got to spend Friday evening with him, have him over to the house, watch a little bit of the BlizzCon stuff, talk, talked a lot, enjoyed food. So that was a big thing because, you know, anyone who knows me knows that we love entertaining and I love having guildies in town. So that was a blast. Oh, and we... Uh, my bestie and I may have premiered our um, Victorian Aziraphale and Crowley 
costumes for a photo shoot the other day. So that's going to be our. I did see that. Probably our con. Yeah, no, our, it was a lot of fun. So that's going to be our con thing going forward. Yeah, I saw that, and I saw what looked like a casual version of it that maybe you were testing. Yeah, yeah, that was in Bisbee. So yeah, we but we did the the casual versions in Bisbee, and then we did the formal version. Um, that's going to be probably our Saturday of con outfits because it looks great, it's stunning, and it needs no corsetry. It's comfy. <laughs> and if anyone's ever seen me at a con, that is what I need because mm. I've. I may have passed out, almost passed out a few times due to corsetry. <laughs> there was one nerdtacular in a fainting couch. Yep, we found out what fainting couches were for. All right, so that's what I've been up to, and we're going to get dig into ESO in just a few minutes. Um, but let's go over this week's news, and there is a lot of it. Um, Kenny, also, you might have some spots in the news, so make sure that you're aware of that. <laughs> okay, I'm here. All right. A.I.E. News. All right. We're going to go ahead and give you an update on mandatory fun night times. Remember, when it comes to mandatory fun night, the fun is mandatory. Attendance is not. Um, Sunday, STO, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. So in 15... No, it already happened. What's that? No, no in 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah, 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. We're weird. We don't change. <laughs> um, Monday, Guild Wars 2, 9.30 Eastern Time. Saturday, SOTOR, um, 8 o'clock max time. Wednesday, Final Fantasy XIV, 10 o'clock Eastern time. And Friday, of course, ESO, 9 o'clock Eastern time, and that's with Kenny. Um, Friday, Final Fantasy XIV, late night, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Saturday, LOTOR, 8.30 Eastern time. And Saturday, New Braid, again, Kenny, wow, at 11 p.m. Eastern time. And in streaming and guild podcast news, Escape Sotor Escape Podcast 314, Onslaught Unleashed. Um, Onslaught, Onslaught, Onslaught is, wait for it, it's a game changer. Game changer. Game changer. And in Sotor Escape Podcast 314, Gears of Star Wars, patch 6.0 has some fixes, still some bugs on the wild, and the gear progression tips and tricks. Thanks for... Um, Team and Max for their hard work on the SOTOR Escape podcast. And of course, in Working Class Nerds, episode 56, Holly Fields. Nick and Marcus got the chance to interview Holly Fields, the world-renowned voice actress and voice of Nadia Grief. Hopefully you'll enjoy the episode as much as they enjoyed recording it. You can find Holly, by the way, on Twitter at HollyFields1 and on Instagram under Holly underscore Fields1. And in Nomads, play Outer Worlds, the best fallout of recent years. I'm sure we'll get into a discussion of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also, Diablo 4 was announced at BlizzCon, and it's a much darker version of Diablo. More like Diablo 2 in tone and graphic play. It'll also be open world, so much so that you'll need mounts to travel through mm. the world. Excellent. There's a Yep, there's a hub city where you can meet other players, show off your armors and weapons, as well as a PvP area. It looks uh, fantastic. Don't expect it anytime soon. The BlizzCon quote was, it's not coming soon. It's not even coming Blizzard soon. We're working on it. Hey, you know, I'd rather it, it be released when it's done instead of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, and in WoW news. So in New Braid in WoW... Um, we are now seven of eight of Eternal Palace, which is really awesome. We're having a lot of fun with that. But there is an anniversary event that starts on Tuesday. So New Braid is going to put aside its Eternal Palace runs and do the anniversary event LFR um, next Saturday night. Awesome. So if, you, if you've never joined New Braid and you'd like to get in on that, by all means, please let us know in-game. I start sending out invites about 15 minutes before 11 p.m. Eastern. We form up and we go. And it's a yep. lot of fun. Is the best way to ping you to whisper you in game or via Discord, or what's the best way to track you down? Um, to get Hashtag the invites, <laughs> uh, to get the invites, just usually um, I will put out a message in Guild Chat that I'm sending out invites, and then people either whisper me or they put a message in Guild Chat or however. Um, if you want, it, if you have any questions about it ahead of time, though, um, Discord works great. Just ping me there, and I'll get back to you. Awesome. And in BlizzCon wrap-up news, 
new expansion. It's titled, and of course, a surprise to everyone, Shadowlands. Wait, oh. not Shadowbringer? Oh, wait, no, that's Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. Oh, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of getting people started, um, it was also kind of interesting to see just how annoyed Blizzard was at all the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah, the they leaks. Were. They they just, just leaned way into it, just... Yeah, they weren't happy yeah. about all of it, but it was it was kind of funny to watch. Uh, but yeah. they they announced it. It's up for pre-sale. You get some goodies if you do the pre-sale. Uh, there are three tiers this time around, so read carefully on what's in each. Yep. Um, the biggest change is, is that you can actually get a cheaper version than usual if you don't want the character boost. I think that's the, the, the big thing. So if you don't need that... Or the mount. Or the mount, yeah. yeah. You, you get nothing. You just get the game, which is great for some people yeah. that, that don't have alts. Anyway, so level. Yeah, no, not us. No, not us. <laughs> no, no. That 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 level boost is going to be very handy. Yeah. Um, sure. um, speaking of level boosting, uh, the level squish is coming, um, <laughs> and anyone at one twenty will become level fifty, and that's the new that that's the new um, top until Shadowlands hits, um, where you'll go from fifty to sixty. They still like that ten level uh, progression, progression in in whatever's new. Uh, levels one through ten, um, you can ch- have a choice now. You can do the level uh, or the race specific starting area, or you can level in the new level one to ten zone. That's a updated version of things that they've they're finally acknowledging that if you go through things the way they currently have it set up, you're kind of doing this you know, wibbly wobbly timey wimey thing. We are all over the place. Uh, they called it the uh, the war chief ch- shuffle. Yes. <laughs> Because uh, at one moment Thrall's the war chief, or maybe it's Zuljin, or maybe it's Garrosh, or maybe it's Sylvanas. Sylvanas. Yeah. So, or maybe it's a basic campfire. Yeah. Yeah. No. Basic campfire twenty twenty. Um, but um, but yeah. So there, you can you have the choice now. You can do it the way it was. You go through your, your race one, or you can go through the new one, which is where everyone gets dumped into all. Races and classes get dumped into this new world, except for the uh, Dark Knights. Dark Knights yep. are getting an updated one too because their starting area is a little outdated. Yeah. Um, once you are at level ten, you're going to visit Chromie, and she's going to give you the choice of which expansion you want to stay in, because level one to ten, uh, ten to fifty, is going to be in that expansion. So you, if you choose Miss of Pandaria, one to fifty, or sorry, ten to fifty is in Pandaria. Uh, with the option to move to another expansion if you get bored. Um, however, you will start at the beginning of the story of that expansion. So you're allowed to hop around, but they're not going to let you hop around to the middle. Like you, you need to right. start from the beginning. But that's that's kind of a cool thing. It's, it's going to be it's an alt is going to have a fully coherent story for once, which is just mind boggling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, your in, in speaking of which, your first character to go through Shadowlands will do all the zones. But once you finish the story, any new alts will start with endgame content unlocked already. So they can jump around to all the zones they want. And they can choose the the faction that they're going to be representing and start progressing through it immediately, which is kind of awesome. So they're actually thinking about that. They're acknowledging the, 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 the fact that there's a single player behind all of these alts. And giving thing, giving you the chance of you know it, it, you don't feel like you're having to catch up for ten levels. It's I'm already working on my end game stuff, which is pretty awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. And if you want to read a ton of good rap, rap write ups, words are hard. Um, go to Blizzard Watch, and they have a whole section there. It's the BlizzCon 2019 roundup. Awesome. And in well, classic news, reminder, the craft fair is Sunday, November 17th. Uh, we're still looking for donations, gatherers, and help us with the fair. Contact Nevermore in the WoW Classic channel, in Discord, or in game. And on, speaking of the craft fair, on Sunday, November 10th, from t- 1 p.m. server time until they're done, Tintil organizing a craft fair mats raid to begin at Camp Tarajo in the Southern Barrens. We have lots of light and medium leathers, so we'll sweep both areas or both sides of the gold gold road. This works best if you have tanks killing and looting with skinners falling behind for cleanup. Depending on the tank strength, a skinner slash healer would also be welcome. Please comment. Um, in please Discord. let Tenshil know with your um, abilities in Discord if you can attend. 
the Camp Toronto plan is to work all the way around uh, Razorfin Crawl, whacking pigmen as well as beasts. Then to the other side of the Gold Road, starting up with the exhibition sites, and all the way up to the Northern Baron to find harpies, uh, cars, more pigmen and beasts, beasts, and more beasts. So basically, they're going to go kill the beasts. Yep. If you if if there are enough raiders, the plan is to split the areas up. Uh, we should be able to gather as much leatherworking mats, and anyone who wants to pick flowers, lots in Briarthorn or mine can pick and dig undisturbed. Come on, come one, come all. Uh, Tinchel's Craft Fair Bank. Uh, Tinchel's Craft Fair Bank alt will also be at Ratchet to accept the bank uh, the leatherworking mats. So hope to see you all at Camp T. On the 10th. And in SOTOR news, Onslaught is now live and has really been a game changer. There's that word again. The new gearing system is full swing. Each piece of new gear you acquire is bind to legacy, so as your main gear is up, your alts can equip the discards. In most situations, loot's determined according to your gear level, so alts don't have to start over at point zero. It's a pretty deep system that will grow in complexity and variation at end game gear level. But for simple but for simple vertical gearing, it's easy to understand and be successful at it. Leveling from seventy seventy five can be accomplished through the story and doesn't take long at all, like literally a couple hours and you're done, if that. Uh by the end of the story you will have full two sixty eight gear in every slot and you will get the new um Oh, there's a, there's also a new item slot that they give you, and it you'll get a piece to equip in there as well. Um, equip every upgrade you get, so the gearing system gives you more upgrades. And uh, the tactical, thank you, Seema. Um, you get new tacticals that go in that uh, tactical slot. And the nice thing is they updated the user interface so that on the gear piece icon in your inventory it will indicate whether it's an upgrade for you or not. Um, there are some cases where, you know, if it's a significant gear upgrade as far as item level, but it's not your, you know, piece that you want in that slot because it has defense as opposed to alacrity or alacrity as opposed to accuracy or something like that, you're generally better off equipping it anyway unless you're raiding or even if you're rating just because that will increase your overall gear level and you'll get higher drops based on that. So um, just be judicious with that. Um, the launch did go very smoothly with only one server restart about an hour after launch, not to say there haven't been bugs like Imperial travel <laughs> option that landed you in the public base. Yeah, that was fun. Or the bug where the group finder puts your eight person team into a 16 person operation. Oh my goodness. Hard mode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they ran, they ran into that in um, the Tuesday mandatory fun night on launch day. So, yeah, that wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, crafting and crew skills also got a bit of an overhaul. Crafting is truly not for the faint of hearts this time mm-hmm. around. And even though it was tweaked somewhat after feedback on the public test server, it's still not. Yeah. Uh, players can purchase the HK55 chapter from the cartel market. Gives you access to a special chapter of gameplay and then account-wide access to HK55 as a companion, which I will be picking up and doing once I'm done with my leveling palooza. Uh, During MFN on launch day, the guild concentrated on leveling. That weekend, Marcus put together an ops along with everyone gearing throughout the week. They've been running flashpoints to the same end. Uh, Mega this week will be Friday, November 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern, where they will do Onslaught stuff. Op teams are, ops teams are looking forward to trying out the new operation, the nature of progress, when we get our gear levels up. But in the meantime, there is a ton to do. And B. Kavanaugh has updated the Conquest Calculator for 6.0. We have it linked his spreadsheet in our show notes. It's also pinned in the SOTOR channel in the AIE Discord. And in Final Fantasy XIV news sort of a modification to the schedule for Final Fantasy XIV. Um, on Tuesdays, the 10 p.m. Eastern um, MFN is casual level 80 content. Uh, Wednesdays at 10 p.m., midweek mandatory fun night, uh, leveling and MSQ dungeon focus. 
uh, Thursdays uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern, Extreme Savage Ultimate Night, a.k.a. Wipe Night for progression. Signups are requested, however, because they need to know who's coming and if it's going to be worth putting together uh, a team because that's that's the serious stuff. That's like the cutting edge uh, rating. So they want to know who's coming so they can field a team. Then on Fridays, uh, the uh, 10 p.m. Eastern is a all-member request. It could be MSQ, Dungeon Unlocks, Legacy Raids, old new content, fashion help, maps, um, with the treasure maps, and whatever other content you need help with, just, you know, reach out and ask. Um, that patch 5.1 has hit, and a ton of new features were added for solo and group play. Uh, we do have, of course, the, the new MSQ bits, including there's a brand new dungeon called the Grand Ca- Cosmos, very cool dungeon. Uh, there is a new 24-person raid called. It's inspired, or actually, it's kind of continuing the story of Near Automata. It's called the Copied Factory. Uh, the raid will be a future in, uh, event at MFN coming soon, and uh, everyone thinks it's awesome. Uh, they also opened up Hades Extreme. Uh, it's available for high-end raiders. This is definitely cutting-edge stuff. Like it's it's painful. Um, it's difficult. Um, it's kind of between even e- Eden Savage two and three. Um, Eden Savage is still the like the the eight man stuff, um, and H- Hades is what they call a trial. So it's just one boss, um, and uh, so it's it's but it's very hard. Basically, um, there is a new Beast Tribe to do daily quests for. Um, you get to work with the Fey over in uh, their new zone over in the first. Um, it's actually a very, very uh, good way of getting experience for your alts because it's um, scaling from level 70 to 80. It's that new tech where as long as you're in a, a low, high enough level to be in the expansion, it doesn't matter what level you are. You can do whatever you want um, uh, so you can level your alt classes up. Um, there is a new performance uh, um, uh, instruments. Uh, there's, I think they put some horns in. So you're probably going to hear a lot more music in the game for from all the bards. Um nice. As they say, time to get the band back together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've added some syncing for the music, too, so it should sound a lot better, too. Uh, there is a new fellowship system. Uh, these special groups are 1,000 members high. Um, the link shells can't go anywhere near that, so see you're going to see fellowships pop up a lot more. Uh, they allow for cross-server communications, polls, posts, discussions, and announcements. It kind of sounds like the, the guild system, but it's multi-server, which is pretty cool. Um, if you want to get invited, drop by in the Discord uh, Final Fantasy XIV channel to get an invite. Um, it's not uh, server or FC member dependent, so if you're not on uh, Crystal in the, the Goblin data uh, server like we are, you can still join the Fellowship. And that way you can still participate in what we're doing, so you can still feel like you're part of the guild even though you're not on the exact server. But you do have to be on the data center, so you need to be on Crystal at the very least. Awesome. All right, in STO news, Jamhadar Veteran Rewards are now available to lifetime subscribers. This includes a Jamhadar Vanguard Heavy Destroyer. And by the way, speaking of lifetime subscription, those subscriptions are on sale through November 21st. They are $100 off, so it's currently $199.99. That is a steal. Um, Also, until November 14th, you can create Gamma Recruits again. This gives you added rewards for meeting various goals. The rewards are account-wide, for most, of, for most of them. And just a reminder, Black Friday is coming soon. So if you have your heart set on a ship or something else in the sea store, every year there are sales around that time. It's, you know, you want to go and buy more ships than you know what to do with. And also in space, in EVE news, settled for the most part in their temporary home. Sounds like the Coalition will be moving again at the end of the year to their new temporary permanent home because because it's Eve and they're right. murder hobos. <laughs> uh, sounds like a new coalition, maybe a reality. OPSEC, maybe? Speaking of Eve, or those who play Eve, Huck's daughter is currently in labor, so he's going to be a first-time grandpa. Sounds Ooh. like Grandpa Huck's going to need some isk to buy some diapers. And back down to ground and Gear Wars 2, uh, the new build template system has arrived. So be sure to log in and claim the free build slot expansion and revive orb from the gem store. Um, it's uncertain how long the free boost will remain there. Um, so there's uh, some complaints about how things are happening with ArenaNet, and that's kind of a common thing with them. 
uh, surprise. Um, apparently, there's some triple monetization scheme going on. Uh, so they're, but they're taking feedback under consideration. So take that with what you will. Wait, nerds on the internet complaining about? This? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't do that. Mm. Ever. Um. And in case you haven't finished the achievements yet, uh, the running Shadows of the Mad King Halloween events um, are ending November 5th at around noon um, Pacific time, so jump in for those. And um, also from the last ArenaNet live stream, uh, we've been told the first chapter of the Ice Brood Saga, Whisper in the Dark, is due for release on November 19th. Awesome. Okay, and in Lotor news, uh, the Minith Morgul expansion was pushed back and is scheduled to be released on November 5th. Uh, the Heaven's Math was also extended through November 11th. SNL is still going great from 7.30 to, to 9.30. Max time on the Land Rover server. All right, guys, so that's our news. Um, Kenny, what's going on on Elder Scrolls and anything else you guys are up to? All right, well, um, in Elder Scrolls, the Dragon Hole DLC patch launched um, October 21st. That's the final segment of the season of the Dragon Piece with the new zone, new main inside, and definitely some nice base game improvement. Um, it did cause some a little bit of drama with some of the changes made to characters. A lot of the people that could do epic DPS can do slightly less epic DPS. <laughs> Um, but the skill changes were not overly bad, in my opinion. And as usual, um, whenever Bethesda does something like this, or Zoss because it's ESO, they will allow you to reset your skills for free for the first week after the patch in, in case there's something you want to change because of what they did. Um, so that was a nice benefit for those of us that did need to make a few changes. The Dragon Guard quest lines that came are super fun. Um, we went through that area at the prologue quest. It was just interesting to go through. It wasn't a lot of combat, but it was definitely a lot of story that um, explains some more about the Dragon Guard, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but yeah, definitely. Um, so for mandatory fun, though, what we've been doing is the witches festival that's going on right now and it's the halloween event in game and they actually extended it by an extra week due to some server so the last two mfns have involved killing dragons running through delves public dungeons picking up skulls and getting loot all fun options and not just any skulls, those special golden skulls that contain plans and pieces of furniture and possibilities of getting tickets to buy better Ooh. Fancy. And also with the extension of the Witches Festival, you get more time to buy the single best house in the entire game, which is the Witches Covenant. Nice. Um, and that, that one is really cool to decorate all spooky and witch-like. Um, I bet, yeah. I would hope so. And lots of room for a garden. Lots of room for a garden. And even a small area in the back where you can put food. Perfect. Because fish are important. Right, right. Of course. Yes. Any game you can fish in is a game for Sparrow. The game Sparrow is playing in. <laughs> Absolutely. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so right now, because of the recent patch and the witches festival there's a little bit of a lull in new stuff going on which to be expected the new content um actually only so it came out for pc on the 21st but for your playstation and xbox it came out november 5th or it comes out november 5th. so not much in the way of news beyond that for eso right now makes sense they need to catch up <laughs> There is that other game we could talk about if you wanted to talk about that other game. You guys are pretty involved in another game right now. <laughs> yeah, there, there may have been a falling out. <laughs> well, they're fine, you know. <laughs> Go for it, Sparrow. Oh yeah, have, are are you uh, have you been looking at the uh, Fallout First stuff at all? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> I believe Sparrow had it within an hour of announcement, and I had it within like four hours of announcement. Right. 
Well, then, and, I, then I would be curious to ask then, then how has how has the reception been? Because I hear that you have a mandatory icon on your head now, and it's not mandatory. mandatory. Oh, it's not. Okay, good. That that's at first I heard it was mandatory, but maybe they were either wrong or they walked it back because apparently those that do show it off they get some interesting reactions from non-first people. In all um, honesty, what occurs in the, the script, the conversation world, the social media is totally different than what's happening oh, in yes. the game. Oh, yeah. I, I, I run with my Fallout First stuff on. I put my, my special camp up wherever I feel like. Never had a bit of problem. Usually people just want to run by and use my stash box. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a weird dichotomy between the conversations that occur within the social media versus what's actually happening within the game. Right, right, well, right. And I've, I've actually learned um, that like the supposed official Fallout 76 fan uh, Reddit, for example, you don't go there. That's actually the official fan-hating Reddit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, um, because that's all they complain about now is, is anyone that has first is, is killing this game. and. Oh, yeah, it's 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 a very negative place. So I just kind of stopped paying attention to them and have found another one. I think it's called Filthy Casual Fallout seventy six. And yeah, that's the one I tend good. to read too. And, and that, that's good. like they they're actually like talking about playing and enjoying the game, which I know is a weird thing for social media to talk about enjoying and playing a game, but they do that there, and it's like, oh hey, I can actually see how people are responding to things. That you know, is is this worth getting? Because honestly, I too have been thinking about getting first just because of not only that, just okay. Being able to have a server to myself and, and my friends when we jump online. That, that sounds interesting. It's a interesting. game changer. Yeah. We've been, we've been playing quite a bit with the private servers, just the, the four or five of us that are from AIE that come on and play. And it's, it's really relaxing. But when you're doing the larger events and you want to you want to have that 20-person taking out of, well, White Spring currently for those who play, yeah. and blowing cars, it's really still very comfortable to walk into a public server wave and go blow stuff up oh yeah yeah because they're definitely like especially even when you're doing like uh what the heck are they called the, the the scorch beasts like the regular ones you can handle with with a small group but if you're doing the the, the what is it the mother the, the, queen. the queen the queen yeah doing the queen she can't be done with a small group. You need everyone on the server on her because it, it's just a pain because she's often spawning scorch beasts that you have to deal with. And yeah, it's, it's pretty much chaos, but you know, but yeah, it's, it actually would be kind of cool to have, you know, a group of, you know, six to eight people, you, you know, drop your own nuke somewhere and just go to town. Um, well, we've actually done that once. Uh, four of us on a private server did a nuke. We, we ran into a little bit of a hiccup, which it's a Bethesda game. We sort of, yeah. Um, the enemies didn't spawn right away, but we discovered if one of us logged out of the server and then logged back in, it would trigger the spawn. Ah. And we're great. Um, yeah, so just it, little hiccups. If at any point you want to try and see what a private server is like, it's pretty easy. You become a friend with either Dan Kinney or I on the game, and while we're in the private server, boom, you just pop. Yep, as long as at least one person, and you can go to someone's private server, and if they log out, as long as one of the other people in your group is a first member, it'll stay up. That's what, yeah. what I hear. So it does. Yeah, and which, it also will give you a twenty-minute warning. So if everyone with Fallout First has left the server, it will pop up a warning saying you have twenty minutes before shutdown. Yeah, which, which gives you plenty of time to do whatever you need to do before you leave. Yeah, and it's it's great for those times where so like you know, oh hey, a Bethesda game crashed. Um, hold on, guys, I need to log back in. If it like instantly kicked everyone out, that would suck. Mm-hmm. But you know, the yeah. fact that it gives you time yeah. to get back in, and not to mention you get back in to the same server, which is the kind of mind blowing in itself. You don't get shoved into some random server like you used to back in the day. You actually get to go back and get back to the progress you were making in a certain area. Exactly. In addition, like if I on my private server take over a workshop, usually if I get kicked out of the game and try to go back in, I've lost that workshop. It'll yes. either revert to someone else who's on my team or it's gone forever. Yeah. With the private servers, it persists. Yes. So if I take over that workshop, it stays in my Yeah, I hear that people are loving it because especially if they need to start grinding on power cores, they'll go take over one of the, the power um, uh, stations and it'll they actually keep it. Like even if they get kicked off of the server for some reason, they come back, it's still creating power cores for them, which is awesome. 
And those server issues are much less frequent now oh, than yeah. playing on the private server. I stayed on, oh, and I'm, I'm almost I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but I stayed on for about 12 hours last Saturday, mm-hmm. doing other stuff, coming back to the screen, and never had a problem once. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, it's when you don't have five people over in the distant corner doing duplication. I mean, uh, uh, really important game stuff. You know, you don't have to worry <laughs> about the, the server crashing on you. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Because that was always kind of a, a, an annoyance when you're you're running through and all of a sudden the game starts to hit. You're like, oh, which one of you is doing duplication? Because <laughs> you, you can tell that the server is trying to deal with that while you're trying to play. It's kind of annoying. But you don't have to worry about that on a private server, which is kind of awesome. No, you don't. You also don't have to worry about whether or not your camp is going to be able to be played. Yeah, that's the other um, thing I was thinking of. Yeah, like if you have a favorite spot that everyone else is a favorite spot, you don't have to worry about like having to server hop until you find it free because it's your own server. So, of course, that spot's free. Right. Yeah, so me, Sparrow, and the other group of regulars that play this with us, we have a little community built up. We all have access to water. We have a gorgeous nice. view. All of our houses are within sight. Yeah, because you can create the the thing that they kept claiming you can do, where you can have like one continuous city when you have a bunch of players playing together. Yeah, we have a gated community with a lake. It had to have a lake. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it had to have, have a lake. lake. Sparrow's on. Yeah. So, explain to me, because, and this is where I get lost. So, Sparrow, you have the Fallout first, as does Kenny. So, does that? get you your own private server or just get yeah. you access to the private servers? It's, it, I, I guess I can explain it from a technical uh, aspect. It's essentially when he starts up and says that he wants to do his private server, it's essentially spinning up his private AWS server. Right. That it's it's his own it's it's a smaller one because it's only eight players but that's his brand new instance. At, at first there was a bug right. where it, like, it kept reusing old ones but oh, it's okay. But it's supposed to be a brand new instance for you. It's not used. It's it's supposed to be it's essentially pristine. And then he starts it up, and then anyone that his 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 friend can then join him, depending on the settings you have set. And they're in this private world. And then sorry, gotcha. Spiro, you can continue. <laughs> no, no, you you explained it perfectly. And if I want to have my my private world running, and Kini's got hers running over there. We're not in the same world. We've got two separate mm-hmm. private worlds okay. going, but generally we'll play together. So if she's on first, I'll jump onto hers. Likewise, if I'm on first. And like you were mentioning, with it with it being your own little private server, the uh, resources are easier to get because mm-hmm. you don't have, I don't know, however many thousands of people are server bouncing to get those resources. Yes. Right, right. Makes it a lot easier. No, I was just, I was just curious because um, I know like with Minecraft Realms, you just need one person to buy the server and it's running continuously. That but is... then if you've given people access to it, they can log in even if you're not online. So that's yeah, why they're not doing that. Yeah. They're definitely right. not doing that. Cause I think that would be too expensive for them. Right. Because it's AWS. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was one of the curiosities that we had when it first was announced was, are we going to be able to whitelist people? Is this going to be a, a persistent server? How does it work? It's more like right. buying an, buying an instance. Yeah, buying a timeshare. You're buying you're buying a, a server timeshare that you know you, you don't get to keep it. Like once you log out, it's gone. But yeah, and I know a lot of people were saying that the the cost is is not worth the value. But personally, I find the cost definitely worth the value. Yeah. Being able to play in a private world with my friends, where I don't have to worry about people trying to take a workshop that I have yeah. or coming up behind me and grabbing something that I'm there to. It makes a way less stressful playing environment. But you're able to play with your friends and you're able to play with the people you want to play yeah. with without having to deal with yeah, people griefers. Being a, yeah, being jerks just to be jerks. Yeah. And yeah, you- I I will say the jerks are are not as prevalent as they used to be, even in the public world. Like the event that we've been running for the past few days is one of the most popular spots in the game to have a nuke drop. Mm-hmm. I've only had that happen once Great. in probably the 40 times I've run. That's yeah. good. Yeah, because that's in White Springs, and White Springs is a great place to spawn the really high-level stuff, but it's also where the trick-or-treating happens. Right. Yeah, and in order to get any of the good rewards from the trick-or-treating, you have to be in a costume, not power armor. Mm-hmm. So if they nuke it, you don't yeah, get the good rewards. Yeah. yeah. 
it's been a lot more of people doing resurrections and, and saves for each other in that than it has been any sort of griefing. Really? And and back on the, the private instance thing, that is one of the things is you don't have to worry about the guy who spent all of his time duping into having all of the best PvP gear yeah. waiting for you to take a workshop in one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those people that are leaving traps so that you they can get you flagged for PvP and then wipe you out and take your loot. Right. Exactly. And Unlimited stash storage for your yeah. crafting materials. Yeah, I was going to say the just server like thing the is. Yeah, the, the, that the, the server thing is just one aspect of first. For yeah, people that, that suffer from inventory management issues, Kitty Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyone, anyone in a Fallout game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you collect everything. You know, yeah. you're you're picking up toilet paper rolls and magic machine gun. Yep. Mm. Yep, and that that and not to mention that's uh, also not including that you get uh, the free Adam money for being a first subscriber too, and you get a free NCR Ranger outfit, which is pretty cool. Which is also it kind is of a amazing. it's it's a great costume, and I, I kind of hope that they make it available to everyone to buy later because as of right now, only the first people can get it, which is kind of a way to flag yourself as first, even if you don't have the icon on your head. If they see an NCR Ranger, they know oh that's a first person. Um, but it's it's such like that look is such an iconic look that it's great that they were able to bring it in. And even having spent money on it, it would not bother me even a little bit if they just decided one day that hey, it's NCR Ranger Day, everybody gets the costume. I think yeah. that would be odd. Yeah, it's an iconic look, and you know, it's it's part of the game. Even yeah, if it doesn't make is... sense for it to be out here yet. Um, actually, they changed the lettering on it a little. bit. Oh, did um, they? It's not NCR. It's uh, Charleston. Oh, uh, so they kind they, of they slightly retconned the it. Yeah. yeah, they changed the patch. Interesting. I was wondering how they were justifying that because, yeah, this is because Fallout. For those not familiar with how things are going, Fallout seventy six is like at, like at the beginning of the time after the the nukes dropped, mm-hmm. and so then when the NCR is happening is a bit further along the line. So that shouldn't have been able to make it over to West Virginia yet. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Charleston Tactical Ranger or something mm. like that is what the Indians are supposed to stand for. Sounds, Which sounds... makes sense because there would have been a, a, a police force, like a SWAT type police force in Charleston anyway. That's mm-hmm. the city cap or the capital for West Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah, just like, just like with what ESO did with the subscription giving crowns in ESO, it does do atoms in Fallout 76, and mm-hmm. it's all cosmetic, which is... That's nice. Yeah. And it's the, the atoms you get is actually the, the value of what you spend on yeah. the, the subscription. Like, if you're going to buy atoms, which, you know, arguments aside, if you were going to buy atoms, you might as well have gotten first. Just like yeah. in ESO. In ESO, if you're going to buy the currency, you should probably have plus, because you're getting... Pretty much the same amount. More. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I, I, that's why I was kind of surprised at people railing against first because it's exactly ESO plus. Yeah. Like, like almost, almost down to almost every part of it, it is ESO plus. Yeah. Cool. And, and you get a private server. Like, you don't get a private ESO server. Again, people want, nerds whining about things on the internet. Yeah. yeah uh, well, there's something about 2018 and 19. It's or 2019 has been the year of the game whiner. I, yeah, I don't know yeah. where that came from. Oh, I know exactly where it came from. Well, I know too, but we won't. We probably don't want to discuss that. <laughs> yeah, let's not. That is not that kind of show. Yeah. No, I I was just going to mention it's the uh, it's the the Twitch and the YouTubers, mm. the ones that you know the angry reaction. Yeah. That's what's driving the culture right now. So, yep. Fortunately, yep. I, Our happy little world has been infected with rage culture. But exactly. But but we have ways around it, and we, that's why we play with people that we enjoy playing with. Yes. Yeah. Which um, is welcome favorite. to AIE. 
Exactly. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why there's a community. And that's yeah. that's that's the number one thing that I'm happy about. First existing is for AIE. That's I've yeah. been waiting since 76 came out for the chance to make it easier to just play with our with AIE members because we know that we're a great community and we would help each other and have fun together and it wouldn't yeah. be you know a competition like it is when you're uh, otherwise right. playing the game. The general public. Yeah. 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 If you or anybody else in AIE wants to see what the private server world is like, send you know, send me a request and spare a request. We'll let you. T- awesome. And awesome. you can find them in Discord. Yeah. Absolutely. And on Twitter. Yeah. I really prefer the hashtag Where's Kinney? <laughs> <laughs> Which I've used it a few times when I'm live streaming too. Awesome. Kenny, you know where my favorite time to use that hashtag is? Um, either in the morning before Starbucks or when I've forgotten you in the elevator lobby. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Which is her skinny at her desk. Where am I yeah. waiting for her? Yeah, it... that's gonna that's gonna bring on a whole new uh is is there a Starbucks at the new location, do you know? No. Not within walking distance. But no. we evidently we get free coffee. Um, we're gonna find out on Thursday. Awesome. Yep. New building mm-hmm. on Thursday for us. Which means Wednesday is our last day at our current building. Our last Where's Kenny Starbucks walk. Yeah, I will to, be there. Thank you. To give history, Kenny has been in that building for 22 years. I've been in that building wow. for 21 years. Yep. We have spent our adult working life in that building. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And yeah, Wednesday is our last day and it's going to be weird. <laughs> Very weird. Yeah. So before we go, I do have one question because I think you, you and I kind of gave our, our take on it, but I want to know, Kenny Sparrow, did you guys watch BlizzCon at all? Did you at least read up on the news? What, what was your overall impression of what came out of BlizzCon this year? I'm going to jump in first. I'm going to jump in first. Go ahead. Do it. Be first, dude. I watched every single cinematic. I did not do the virtual ticket, but I watched all the cinematics. And just for a little history, I've been out of WoW since uh, this expansion. Right. Like um, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're drawing me back in. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, the direction that they're taking with Sylvanas, at first I was a little iffy about it because I don't like what they've done with her character. That's just my opinion. Right. But after I, after I gave it some thought, walked away from for, for a minute and came back, I thought, this is the kind of thing that could pull me back into the game. Yeah. These four different factions that give me an opportunity to play the personality of my character within those areas mm-hmm. is perfect. Because what I didn't like about the, this last expansion was the pigeonholing into one, one yeah. thought process, essentially. Right. Yeah, you it, didn't have the class order hall because that lets you yeah. explore your class. And they mm-hmm. like went... That was the thing. They built that all the way up in Legion and then, and then, and then just dropped yeah. it yep. in a hot minute in BFA. And it, it, they're like, oh, people didn't like that? Maybe we should go back to that. So Yeah. Well, they basically went class order halls. Okay, let's go down to two factions. Oh, is that yeah. too narrow? Okay, let's <laughs> find something in the middle and do about the middle size of that. So four places to go. Yeah. My my paladin can be a paladin again, and I didn't feel like my paladin could be a paladin with the horde that existed. Right. So yeah. I take it he's going to be hanging out in Bastion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that, that that yeah, it's it's interesting that the four new factions are essential, and they kind of talked about this too that they're going back to your class and not your yeah. spec. Right. Right. Well. It, and it read a lot like uh, D&D uh, alignments. Like you yes. can be lawful good. You can be neutral good. You can you can play in a different style that's not at all pigeonholed. And there is an environment for you that will nurture that and give you a place to be that person in the game. Yep. And I love that. Yeah, or, exactly. Or you can and just that, go uh, cuddle some owls. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that endless runner tower just looks like that's going to be a lot of fun. Final Fantasy did it first. <clears throat> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, well, I, I basically, I, as I watched them talk about all the new stuff coming to, to oh, geez, I've even forgotten the name of the stupid thing now. Shadowlands. 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 Because every time they said something, Shadowbringers. That thing, right. Shadowbringers. That thing, oh, yep. it's a Shadowbringers. Oh, that's a good. And In fact, the, the zones that they described 
are are in Shadowbringers. Yeah. <laughs> there's a fairy zone. There's a a dark mysterious zone. There's a sort of a, a more um there's a, a deserty area. Like it's it's just I was just kind of amused, and then they showed the the endless tower. It's right. like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It's it's always funny to see the two of them take off from each other. Like right. one one of them comes up with an interesting idea, and then the other one says, "You know what? I like that idea. Let's make of our version of it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What but I, I oh sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, last one, and then I'll be quiet. <laughs> yeah. no, You're Jim, fine. Please, please, please talk. The entire gothic zone that they've done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked at that yes. and all I could see was my favorite part of D&D was Ravenloft. They put uh-huh. Ravenloft into oh, Wild. So yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. My favorite dungeon in EverQuest was the uh, Castle Mistmore, the vampiric castle. So, yeah, that's I'm, – I'm looking at the four zones and I'm really – it's funny because certain characters, like you said, the paladin, I know exactly where, what covenant they're going to go with. Mm-hmm. Druids but are, are going to be playing with the Fae. Druids are going Night Fae. I mean, that's yeah. that's almost, you know. But like my warrior, I don't know. It's going to be, I want to go through and meet the personalities before I decide. There isn't one that just says, that's where my warrior as a warrior would go. I actually kind of had a thought about that. And that, there, the, what, is it Bastion, the one that where all the Valkyr are? Yes. That's basically the warrior uh, class hall it, it is a little bit but i already did the warrior class yeah. order hall, so, so you, you don't want to re- re- revisit no i was looking at um i think it's revendeth which is the gothic one and they're supposed to be more of the the warriors either that or, or maldrexis i forget which are supposed to be the the warriors or the protectors of the area so i might go there as well so We'll see. Yeah. But um Yeah. What about you, Kenny? So I didn't see a lot of the BlizzCon stuff. Um I did see the Diablo four trailer. Mm-hmm. I am definitely looking forward to that. Um and yeah, some of the stuff with WoW looks interesting. The fact that they are gonna do the squish, you're going from fifty to sixty and it's definitely gonna be more alt friendly. Yes. And while I am not a person that plays a lot of alts, um, <laughs> I'm married for to life. someone who does. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, how does Elkarth feel about all this? And he's been, he hasn't been playing much while we recently, sort of like Sparrow, some of the, right. the shine and drift. Um, but he was saying he sort of likes what he sees. Mm-hmm. He just wants such a he wants the fun to come back, and I can agree with that. Yeah, I still have fun in the game, but I have fun in the game because of the events that I lead, the people I do right. things. Right. I stopped yeah. grinding for flying ages ago because that was boring for me. <laughs> so, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it definitely pandered to those that were actively playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. And that- and that's something I'm, I'm actually kind of curious because I didn't see them mentioned it anywhere. But another thing that someone pointed out um, is what about all the um, allied races? Someone that's going to be coming back because this new way of doing things looks interesting because now it's not so daunting. You're not doing 120 levels to catch up to your friends. Right. But they still can't be one of the allied races because those require a, a rep unlock. Hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, they haven't they haven't said anything on that. They did say that those, re- what they did say was the um, that the DKs and the Demon Hunters will be starting at level one. Right, right. So they're not going to be the hero class starting at fifty eight or ninety eight anymore. Oh, um, but they did say the allied races will be starting at twenty. At twenty. Well, actually, it will be ten. You know, no, they, well, they, they said 20, but I think, I don't know if they accounted for that in the level squish, but they'll be, yeah, they'll be starting after their, um, okay, uh, Seema says 10 yeah, as well. Yeah, I think yeah. Ian did say 10 in one of the later um, uh, okay. panels. Yeah, which makes sense, because, you know, you've been through the starting area. Just put yeah. them in 10 and go 10. Yep, because that's that's the one thing that they still I haven't seen anyone ask. I haven't seen anyone answer is what about all these allied races that like who's going to go back to like especially when you're they're having you stay in one expansion. Yeah, 
you'll never go and get the rep for one of the allied races you might want to play if you don't go mm-hmm. to that ex- special expansion. If you don't go do Legion, you're not going to get the the Light Drain Eye or the uh, the Magar Orcs. If you right. don't if you don't do the current expansion, you're not going to get the trolls or the uh, the the uh, big humans, the Kulturans. Kulturans. Yeah. Yeah. And and my thing that that I think they didn't bring up because they don't have an answer for it is I've put at least half a million gold into heirlooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because the leveling is supposed to be 60 to 70% faster than it is now. Well, yeah. Cause are you going to get benefit from that? Well, yeah, no. Is it? Are they going to just keep the heirlooms for leveling gear, but take mm-hmm. like the XP off of it? That's a good or, question. you know, are they going to go like this heirloom set works from 10 to 20? This one goes 20 to 30. This one goes 30. You know, like that. Are they going to have four levels in the leveling area mm-hmm. again? Or, or what are they going to do with it? Because they can't just toss out a whole system that we paid a lot of money on that we've invested a lot of gold into because they've done a level squish. So yeah, that'll be, that was my other outstanding question I had. Yeah, Cause it's gotta be fast because if you're doing one expansion from 10 to 50, that was normally yeah. 10 levels worth of content. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's, it's at least four times faster right. if, if not more. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else, guys? I think that's it for me. Don't give right. me the time. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. Um, where the chat room begins suggesting titles. Uh, Dan Kennyas, Barrow, thank you so much for joining us. And where can we find you guys on the interwebs? Um, well, I can be found on Twitter at Dan Kinnia, D-A-N-K-I-N-I. Also, Twitch, Dan Kinnia. And, of course, in Discord as well. Pretty much everywhere, I am Sparrowhawk1 with an E and the number one. Awesome. And I will accept friend invites from any AIE members who want to try out the uh, Fallout. Awesome. awesome. All right, guys. Same. Cool. Wonderful. I'm at Dan Kenia pretty much everywhere, too. All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org, and our Discord server, aie-guild.info, slash Discord, all lowercase. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play an awesome AIE member segment from X Buxley, which I can never say correctly for some reason. Ask <laughs> Buxley. There we there go. go. And in two weeks, we're going to be talking to, well, someone about some game that AIE plays in. And just a show note, or programming note, December 1st will be our last show for the year, so it will be our year-end wrap-up. Um, so, until in two weeks from now, um, wow. Train of thought just derailed. Um, so until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Ted Semi. This is Bucal. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Ow. Apply Buxley to affected area. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about housing. To whom it may concern, we'd like to offer you a chance to rent a place in downtown Ogremar. It's within walking distance of the bank and auction house, and a short walk to most other things you might enjoy. This location has had four previous owners, half of which are still alive, which is pretty good odds. It recently came available after the last owner left town in a hurry. You can have all the stuff she left behind, and we're about 60% sure none of it's cursed.
or would do you any harm. But if you find something like that, you're certainly welcome to keep it. As an added bonus, if you move in, we'll let you direct a large group of trolls, orcs, tarin, blood elves, goblins, death knights, forsaken, and pandarins. They'll mostly pay attention to what you have to say. We're pretty sure the previous owner will be gone for good, but we could sure use your help if she shows up again. Please let me know if you're interested. Signed, Zappy Boy. P.S. For the Horde. Huh. You know, I have been thinking about moving into a larger place. Come to think of it, I haven't had a place of my own since Draenor. I could... Hey, wait a minute. I see what's going on here. He's trying to trick me into becoming the Horde leader. No way! I've seen what happens to Horde leaders. They end up dead, stoned, letting off purple death gas, or wandering off to talk to elementals. I think I'm going to pass. Uh, thanks for your question. If you'd like to see what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. You can listen to the archives at AskBuxley.com. Moo. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.